0: This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go! Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go! Get your lineup set. It's time for Start or Sit. Let's go! Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave,
1: Jamie, and he. The 2013 Denver Broncos. Remember them? They won the Super Bowl. They averaged 37.9 points per game. They were the last team to start the season. With 34 points in Weeks 1 and 2. Until the Cincinnati Bengals? Who saw that coming? Welcome to the show on your Friday edition of Fantasy Football Today. Right now it's Adam, Jamie, and Heath. We'll get Dave on shortly. Well, who saw that coming? 34 points in two straight games. One defensive touchdown in there. But, oh, oh, those Bengals. They are 2013 Broncos-like.
2: Obviously, we all saw this coming. This is exactly how everyone predicted the game would go. Shootout. With one quarterback throwing for 375 yards, the other one throwing four touchdowns, just exactly what we expected.
1: Uh, yeah, well, it it definitely, uh, it definitely was a surprise, that's for sure. AJ Green, uh, how many leagues do you own AJ Green in, and how many leagues did you play against him in, if you, if you know that off top of your mind?
0: I don't think I played him in, against him in any, I have him in about 10. Really? So, yes. Oh, wow. A lot of AJ Green chairs.
2: Nice. He was my second most owned wide receiver. This season. Nice. Um, I am playing against him in my most important league, which is frustrating.
1: With the for the people league that you share with me?
2: No. That oh. is not that is my by far my least important league, except for the fact for the listeners who are very important.
0: Oh, okay. Do you know that AJ Green already has four touchdowns over a five day period to start the twenty eighteen season?
1: That's pretty which fun. Is,
0: which is one more than Julio Jones had all of last
1: year. Wow. And Michael Irvin on the halftime show said that he caught all three of his touchdowns in the slot, and he only had two touchdowns out of the slot last year. So that's uh, that's fun. Uh, we're going to talk about that game. We're going to preview the NFC home games, except for Seattle-Chicago. We did that one yesterday, if you were looking for that one. That was on yesterday's show. Uh, we do have to talk about the weather and how it might impact fantasy this weekend. Apparently, I figured out that Heath is actually not a Chiefs fan. Heath is a secret Packers fan. And we will explain that a little bit later. Let's go, let's go to the game. 34-23 Cincinnati. Um how much of a pain in the butt is Buck Allen going to be for Alex Collins owners?
2: A little, a little, a little one. An annoying one. Not like hemorrhoids or anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't tell
0: you, Luckily. Uh, um yeah. Uh I think <laughs> you could not have asked for two worst game scripts for the Ravens right? and Alex Collins. At
1: right. The start of the season. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too. Um
2: I I will probably be making some offers uh over the weekend for Alex Collins. Smart. Very smart to do that.
1: So, no concerns because the goal the goal line situation is a little concerning, right? And that's It is, but he
2: got a goal line carry after Buck Allen scored the touchdown.
1: Yeah, he did.
0: I would just love to know what blackmail Buck Allen has on John Harbaugh and Marty Morningwing. They're scared of, I think they're scared of Alex Collins fumbling. Whatever it is, it's amazing.
1: And, uh, Collins did get 90 total yards, which was nice to see. Mixon, Gio Bernard, do you think Gio got his workload, which felt like, felt like he was in a lot, and then I looked at the box score and it wasn't really that many touches, but it was that mostly, 10 touches, mostly because you think Mixon was banged up in this game?
0: I think so. Yeah, he he left the game twice with knee injuries. I, I don't think they wanted to put him back in at the end. But then when the Ravens scored, they needed their closer.
1: It's a pretty encouraging start for Mixon so far, yes. Hmm. Sure. Yeah. Looks like a high
2: volume uh guy that will get there because of volume.
1: Dave Richard, hello.
3: Did I just miss the Alex Collins pity party?
1: No, not really. We're encouraged by Alex Collins. We're not that down on Alex you should Collins. Should be. Yeah, he's only really good.
3: Carries. the only problem is that his coaches don't love him as much as fantasy does. It's a, that's the only problem. He's a good player. He's Just very good. More opportunities.
1: Both those running backs really showed their skills yesterday. Dave, talk to me about the quarterbacks in this game. Flacco, twenty percent owned. Dalton, thirty-three percent owned.
3: Uh, I I think Dalton has a chance to sustain this if that offensive line continues to protect him like it did on Thursday. He's he's like most quarterbacks who are not of the top breed. When they've got protection, they can do great things, and he's surrounded by good talent. We we never even considered Tyler Boyd as a good talent, mm-hmm. and it looks like he's stepped up. He, if, if his offensive line stays healthy, then he's going to continue to put up some nice numbers. Flacco threw the ball 55 times. Yeah, Sometimes you get this when you throw the ball 55 times.
1: Dalton. You know, we, need,
3: we
0: need to make sure Billy Price is healthy because he yeah. left the game with an ankle injury.
1: Yeah, he did. Um, Dalton is uh, has one top-ten finish in his career. He was on pace for two top-ten finishes, but he only played 13 games a few years ago. But, yeah, maybe this will be his best year. Um, Heath, what about Tyler Boyd? He is 1% owned. He had 91 yards and a touchdown on nine targets. He had three catches for 26 yards on five targets in week one. Any interest in, in picking him up? 1% owned.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're only picking him up in deeper leagues. Um. The one thing that seems clear, because, yeah, the first week wasn't impressive, but John Ross scored a touchdown. Other than that, Tyler Boyd had more of everything. I think it's pretty clear Tyler Boyd is a head in the pecking order of John Ross right now. You can cut John Ross. And right along with him, Tyler Eifert. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It's, it's, uh, it's a little – I just wonder, though, if – I agree with you. If you need to find somebody, like, there's going to be one of John Smith, Ian Thomas, some other tight end, maybe Antonio Gates has a turn-back-the-clock moment. Um, you're gonna move on from Tyler Eifert. I,
2: I had Eifert on two rosters coming into this weekend, and I I didn't feel good about it, and so I dropped him and start and starting Johnny Smith in one team and left him in the starting lineup in the other.
3: Did you notice that there were multiple times the Bengals used two tight ends, and he wasn't either one of them? He might be their third tight end. Yeah, it was Uzama and Croft.
1: All right, he's 73% owned, Tyler Eifert. A couple more things here. John Brown. Is John Brown legit? He's 50% owned. Four catches, 92 yards and a touchdown, as Dave said. Flacco threw 55 passes. But John Brown had three catches, 44 yards and a touchdown, on only four targets against Buffalo in Week 1. He does have a 1,000-yard season under his belt. That was in 2015 when he had 101 targets in 15 games. Uh What do we think about John Brown? Should he be more than 50% owned?
0: Yes, 100%. He's, what? he's their most explosive wide receiver. And if Crabtree doesn't score touchdowns, he's not going to help your team very much. Brown still can get you. If he, if he doesn't score, you'll be happy with four for 92. And I think he can do that on a regular basis. You said it, Adam, his 2015 season. It's so the last time he was healthy for a full season. So hopefully he stays, you know, clear of the, the sickle cell trait and can deliver on what that promise was that season. Cause we were very excited about him the next year. And then injuries have just sort of ruined, or at the time at least, ruined his uh, his his potential. Think about what we said about Will
3: Fuller during the season. Boomer bust guy, tons of upside, deep ball receiver. What's the difference between him and John Brown at this point? John and Brown's better. John Brown is certainly getting more targets. Right. Do you like? And Brown, targets is huge. Do you and like Brown better amazing. than Crabtree? And again, he, he got nineteen percent of the team's targets. That doesn't sound quite as impressive as ten, but I don't know if they're going to go back and watch this game and say, "Yeah, we need we need less John Brown." I mean, his touchdown catch—I don't know how he caught that was phenomenal. It was. Phenomenal.
2: Catch. It was I love John Brown. I'm I'm a little worried that 19 percent of the targets isn't going to be enough moving forward.
1: Uh, right. And he had he had four. But you have to start John play. Brown on a weekly basis. Right. He's a
0: good number three receiver, and if this continues, then you will start to, He's you got will got be Denver at home in week three. That's going to be an interesting game for for
3: him. I don't know if I'd have the huts but to put him up then. You don't have to put to start him. But you, have you add
1: have him. him. You have you add him. Absolutely. Yeah. What about Crabtree, guys? Does he get dropped? He's ninety nine percent owned.
0: He will in ten team leagues, you know, just as somebody's looking at whoever will be look, if you had to look at it right now and Chris Godwin has another good game, you'll make that switch.
1: <laughs> Maybe. Nobody seemed to do it last week. <laughs> maybe, maybe well Crabtree game. didn't hurt you last week, right. No, no, Crabtree. I mean Godwin. We were talking about it so much yesterday.
3: Didn't they have similar numbers last week? Crabtree and Godwin, almost. Yeah, yeah. And to be fair, Crabtree had ten targets in this game. He did. If yeah. John Brown doesn't catch that touchdown, they had similar games.
1: All right, then. Uh That's going to do it for Cincinnati and Baltimore. But you need to know about the injuries. C.J. Mosley has a bone bruise in his knee. So it's not going to be like a season-long thing, but he might miss a few weeks, and that's significant. I mean, without Mosley, without Jimmy Smith, at least for the next two games without Jimmy Smith, uh, well, that's he'll be back after that. It's definitely a different defense. Cincinnati had a lot of injuries yesterday. Uh, defensive end Michael Johnson left in the first quarter with a knee injury. Offensive lineman Billy Price, we talked about that. He left with an ankle injury. Uh, they played without their top two linebackers. Vintage Burdock, which is what my phone calls Vontez Burfecht and Preston Brown, and Drake Kirkpatrick. Hopefully it was just a cramp, but he hobbled off the field in the final two minutes. Um, and uh, that's it. Cincinnati 34, Baltimore 23. na Geek, you want to go to a game? You want to go to next week's Bengals game? Or maybe you go to Denver and check out the uh, Ravens in town? Uh, Bengals are at Carolina next week. Whatever it is, you want to go to a game, you want to go to a concert, comedy, theater, we'll save you 20 bucks on your first purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code FFT. And I truly do use the SeatGeek app all the time. I love the SeatGeek app. It's always finding me amazing deals because it searches multiple sites, pulls in all these results, and gives you a color-coded map with all these green dots on it or yellow dots or red dots. You obviously want to avoid those. But the big green dots, those are the best values. They give a grade to every ticket. You see all the fees up front if you want to set it that way. I love that feature. And every purchase is fully guaranteed. When I'm not using SeatGeek, I am telling my friends, my family, my listeners, our listeners, uh, to download the SeatGeek app and use the app because it is just the best. And the code. Is FFT. That's the promo code. FFT. Type that in to get 20 bucks off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. Alright, what impact could the weather have this weekend, guys?
2: I'm not a weatherman, but Kevin Roth is, and he's on Roto Grinders, and that's mm-hmm. where I usually go, and he does a report for each week. Um, the only game he really expresses much concern about is the game in Jacksonville. I think there's still some question which direction this is going to go once he gets a little more inland. But, and that was just a win concern. I don't, I think it's a pretty close to a non issue.
0: Yeah. We got, we got lucky, uh, from a football standpoint. Obviously, hopefully everybody is safe that's being impacted by the storm. Um, I saw something on NFL network about, you know, the travel for the Panthers getting to Atlanta. But I don't think it's gonna impact anything with the game clearly. So um But yeah, unless it unless it turns one way or the other once it once it does most of its damage. Um you know, but football's clearly secondary for us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We know how we know what the impact that these things can have. So stay safe, everybody. If you're in the path, bleach a bathtub and fill it with water, right? That's the tip I always give. Very important. Don't don't eat all your snacks early either. Don't eat all your snacks early. Save, conserve. Uh, I want to give a stat, stat of the week. Let's talk about Devin Funchess real quick. He's got Atlanta this week. He played three games last year without Greg Olson and without Kelvin Benjamin. He scored eight or more points in non-PPR in all three games. He scored 13 or more points in PPR in all three games. He had 86 yards against Atlanta. He had 92 yards and two touchdowns against Miami. He had 60 yards and a touchdown at New Orleans. Where do you guys have Devin Funchess ranked this week?
2: 34. In the 30s, yeah.
1: But that was before you heard the stat of the week. Where are you going to move him now? In the 30s.
2: I'm going to go with 35.
1: <laughs> okay, fine. I just think it's interesting. Maybe a sneaky DFS play. And, Heath, all this time we thought you were a Chiefs fan. Turns out you are a Packers fan. That is the sneaky secret Packers fan. That is the only explanation I can think of for why you are so low on Kirk Cousins and Stefan Diggs. You have Cousins 18th, Diggs 23rd. Are you just not expecting big output from the Vikings this week?
2: I don't think this game is going to be a shootout, no. I think the Packers' defense, especially at home, is better than perception. And as far as Diggs goes, I, I, I think Stephon Diggs is awesome. You're starting Stephon Diggs. But the, the target disparity did concern me just a little bit.
3: I thought the connection with Thielen was way better than I could have anticipated in week one. Cousins and Thielen seem to be on the same page quite a bit. And I think that hurt Diggs, believe it or not. We saw so much of Diggs and connecting in the preseason.
2: I would expect it'll be a week yes, to week thing based on who people, how people treat these two receivers. But I also think that like our perception is that Stefan Diggs is more talented than Adam Thielen. He is. He's getting paid a lot more than Adam Thielen. Defenses are probably going to treat him like he's better than Adam Thielen. And that's probably going to mean more targets for Adam Thielen.
1: Sure. Well, forget about Diggs because you do have him as a starter. You have him 23rd. You got Cousins 18th. That really surprised me. Um Yeah, discuss.
2: Again, I, it's not that I dislike Kirk Cousins. There were 16 or 17 quarterbacks that scored 20 fantasy points last week. Mm-hmm. And good. I think that's probably the norm. We talked about how there were 18, 19 starting quarterbacks on a full season basis. I don't think this is a great spot going into Lambeau against a defense that it has improved. Where's the upside, right? Isn't that kind of what the you're upside? Is from? Aaron Ro- and even if Aaron Rodgers plays, I don't think the Packers score forty. Like I think it's probably a game in the twenties,
3: right? But I, I still like Cousins' floor. Like I think his, his floor is twenty, his ceiling is twenty-five. One of those types of games for him, and that might be his situation most weeks.
1: All right, Dave and Jamie have Cousins ranked ninth. Well, Jamie ninth, Dave tenth. Uh, news and notes. Before we preview all the games, Aaron Rodgers mispractice. Ben Roethlisberger mispractice. So how concerned are we getting about those two, Rodgers and Ben Roethlisberger?
2: Not yet. Not at all about Ben, just a little bit about Rodgers.
1: All right. Uh, Marcus Mariota is expected to play. Running backs, Devante Freeman did not practice. If he's out, Tevin Coleman had three games without Devontae Freeman last year, including the game in which Freeman got hurt very early. Coleman had 19 or 20 carries in each game. He didn't have a lot of catches for whatever reason. But uh, 14 points, 11 points, 21 fantasy points in non-PPR. He had huge games, so he's a must start. But um, well, um I would assume anyway. Even yeah, gets yes. Tough, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, are we concerned about Freeman not playing?
3: We've uh, got our first big Friday in the NFL in terms of the injury report, and there's right. a chance that Freeman could sit out Friday's practice. If he practices on a limited basis, I would say the same thing for Fournette these guys practice even a little bit, it gives them a chance to play on Sunday. And if they don't, there's no way they're going to play.
0: We're going to have uh, Sunday morning Dr. Brandon Bowers on, um, I, I don't know, a couple of our pregame shows, but uh, at least one. So we'll have some info from him, and uh, we'll have that for you Sunday on FFT, uh, as well as on CBS Sports Radio.
1: LeGarrette Blunt, practice in full. That just stinks for the Detroit running backs. Uh, do we expect Marlon Mack this week?
0: Not yet. Doesn't seem like it.
1: What are we thinking for the Patriots running backs?
0: Um, yeah. Uh, I, I think you'll, you'll find <laughs> out today. Burkhead sounds like he's going to be able to go. Uh, Michelle is trending in the right direction. So um, my, my big Kenyon Barner ad, not looking so great. Hmm.
1: If they both play Burkhead and Michelle, are you going to start either one?
0: I would start Burkett as a flex. I would not start Sony Michelle. I don't know how much he'll touch the ball.
1: Alright, Ron Rivera says he wants more work for Christian McCaffrey, about twenty touches a game or even more. Uh how about these wide receivers? Do we expect Marquise Goodwin this week? Doesn't sound like it. No, Dante Pettis only 13% owned. We'll preview that game. Randall Cobb, uh, he is go he's gonna play. He's gonna continue to handle punt returns. For those of you curious and playing in those leagues, Randall Cobb will return punts. Devontae Adams returned to practice. Looks like he's good to go. How about DeAndre Hopkins?
0: Not concerned, but just keep an eye on it. Corey Davis should be fine.
3: Uh, he'll he'll play, but I'm concerned. How many times has he had a hamstring injury? And has, he's been in the league got two tight years? Tight hamstrings. Yeah, it's not good. You got to stretch.
1: It's good. You have to stretch. Deshaun Jackson. Not yet. Not yet. Like you don't think he's gonna play?
2: Nope, I don't. Yet.
1: Um, offensive line. Anthony Costanzo, the Colts' left tackle. He didn't practice on Thursday after being limited on Wednesday. That's never a good sign. Uh, Viking center Pat line is making progress. Don't know if he's going to play this week, but he's trending in the right direction. Detroit looks like they're going to be without, probably going to be without TJ Lang, one of their guards. We're not starting their running backs. And Carolina guard Trey Turner is in the concussion protocol. That man, that line is just jinxed this year. Um, so mm-hmm. we will talk about that game. And there are a lot of defensive news, but uh, going to skip them and go right to beat the waiver wire. So let's beat the waiver wire. Let's let's look ahead to week three. I gave you a list of players if you want to cheat. Anybody jump out at you that you want to tell people? Maybe you should pick up now before it's too late.
0: I'll take the free space, Chris Godwin.
1: Oh, okay. I like that, Chris Godwin. Yes, especially Sean Jackson. I'll 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 double up. God Godwin and Dante Pettis. All right. If anybody was dumb enough to have dropped Carson Wentz in one of your leagues, he (laughs) might play next week (laughs) (laughs) against the Colts. You could pick him up. And I there is a chance Alshon Jeffrey is available. He's 88% owned. Now he's, he's trending in the right direction. I don't know if he'll be ready next week, but could stash him. Well,
0: I'll give you somebody. You're not going to want to add him, but I bet he has a, a, a good game. Mike Wallace.
1: Okay. For this week, Mike Wallace. This week. Yeah. All
0: right. Tampa Bay secondary stinks. Great daily play.
2: I agree with that. Uh What's Austin Eckler's ownership now? I think, uh, I think he's in
0: the high 70s, yeah. low 80s.
2: Okay. Well you can't you missed you missed it. Can't beat the waiver wire with him.
0: I'll give you another one. PPR Leagues. Cole Beasley.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah, he could have a nice game against the Giants for sure. And they have Mommy's Seattle catch, following. Uh, I'm
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna double down. He's gonna go over hundred catches this year.
1: No way.
2: Wow. <laughs> um John Smith. Okay, John
1: Smith. Um I have a few quarterbacks. Tyrod Taylor Tyrod Taylor against the Jets on Thursday. Um, short, short week for the Jets. They'll be traveling and case Keenum at Baltimore, 65% owned without Jimmy Smith, without CJ Mosley. I, I don't know how much Mosley affects the passing game, but just he affects the defense. So case Keenum at Baltimore next week. Uh, maybe, maybe if you're desperate, Ryan Tannehill at home against Oakland, cross country tip, trip for Oakland. Uh, Absolutely. you know, yeah, right? I mean, it's not a terrible, not a terrible call. And we'll see if, see if Seattle just has a bad secondary, like, if they do, you got to look at Dallas, um, at Seattle next. I don't know. I doubt people are really going to be flocking to that.
0: Uh, another guy who played well just PPR, Jalen Richard.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I How about
0: a couple of uh, rookie
3: receivers that are owned in about a third or less. DJ Moore, Anthony Miller. Moore, we're going to see what the Panthers' offense looks like without Greg Olson. He should get more opportunities, and Miller's taking on that Seahawks secondary this week. Yeah. This week that he is. Um, but if he, if he steps up, you're gonna wanna have yes. him on your fantasy
1: team. It was hard for me to find DSTs that might be available, but the Seahawks facing the Cowboys and the Browns facing the Jets stood out. And, uh, I don't, don't know that's a great beat the waiver wire streamer, DST streamer week right now, but those are two teams that stood out to but me. Are you
0: getting a lot of people dropping the Ravens after last night?
1: Yeah, for sure. It's gonna be too late to drop them and pick someone up for next week now, but Right, but I'm uh, saying,
0: like for for next week. I, I understand what you're saying. Yes.
1: Um, FanDuel, all right. Get in our contest. This is uh my well actually I'm gonna remind you on the mailbag show as well, but this will be our second to last reminder to join FanDuel. I actually haven't submitted an entry yet. FanDuel.com slash FFT. You've got time. You've got until the games kick off on Sunday. FanDuel.com slash FFT. Plenty of spots open right now. Looking at it, we have 303 people entered as of right now, and it will be about 1,200 people when it's all said and done. $5 entry. No big deal. So go to FanDuel.com slash FFT. And if you're a new user and you make your first deposit at FanDuel.com slash FFT, you will get... A big bonus, a $20 bonus on your first deposit uh, at Fandle.com slash FFT. If you're not a fantasy expert, don't worry about it. Fandle has something for everyone. There are more ways to win than ever before. Um, you can play one-game contests. You can play big contests against a lot of people like our, our FFT, FFT contests. You can play against just your friends, whatever you want to do. Go to Fandle.com slash FFT. Get a $20 bonus on your first deposit. All right, then. It's time to preview the games. Carolina is at Atlanta. Our stat of the game we already mentioned. It's the Funchess thing. Um, Which quarterback do you like better in this game, Carolina at Atlanta?
3: I like Matt Ryan better. I like the track record better, and I like the matchup better for him. Plus, he's got the healthier offensive line.
1: Are either of them starts for you? First of all, does anybody agree, disagree?
0: I would take Cam just from his floor. I think with his rushing, you can get a similar performance like what you got last week.
2: I don't really want to start either one, but I'd start Cam in a league that's four points per pass touchdown and Ryan in one that's six. Is
1: that how you guys feel like don't really want to start either Cam or Ryan? No,
2: I don't want to start either one.
1: Okay. So give me some guys you'd start over them.
0: Tyron and Keenum. And Those are the easy ones. Uh,
1: and Alex I Smith? Uh, Alex, oh, Alex Smith for, for sure. sure.
0: Mahomes for sure.
3: Rivers, Roethlisberger. One-legged Aaron Rodgers. Golf,
1: golf. Okay, yeah, the guys are pretty high on the Redskins against the Colts this week. Understandably so. Uh, all right, then let's talk about the running backs. We're just going to start Christian McCaffrey. Right? Let's just not get cute. Yeah, it's they, a great
0: they, matchup for him. the Falcons. Think against pass-catching
1: running back. Um, and staying with Carolina, I guess we talked about Funchess. Uh, anything else? I mean, is anybody starting Ian Thomas? He's 11% owned. I am not. Okay. So this is not a huge offensive game as we see it. And I'll throw out some fun comparisons as we move on. We're going to start Julio Jones, but tell me about the uh, Falcons running backs and what you would do if Devontae Freeman plays.
2: They're both flexy. If he practices today and then plays... I, I feel okay with him as a, a high-end flex.
3: I think there's no chance he gets 20 touches. No. I, I think it's a dozen each. And I wonder if Coleman's gonna be the goal line guy. We don't have evidence of it yet. Other than last week, Freeman struggled down there. Coleman didn't.
1: Uh, but that's like Freeman's thing. He is so involved in the red zone. They They both are. I mean, they really give those guys a lot of work, but Freeman is, that's kind of what he does. You're right. I mean, it's a little – I think it's just kind of early. I, I want to see how
3: that – I want to see how it shakes out this week. Really, I want to see how the Falcons do in the red zone
0: in general
2: Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: because on, on <laughs> the first game of the year, they were down there line is
0: that a problem for them? I'm, 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 I'm going to go out on a limb that Matt Ryan will not throw to Julio Jones successfully in the uh, game in the red or zone. in the red zone. In the red zone.
1: In the red zone. In the red zone. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got to really look at other options if Devontae Freeman plays, right? you got to try to get away from him. Um, yes.
0: I, okay. I would not start Devontae Freeman.
1: Would you start two 49ers running backs over Devontae Freeman?
2: Yes. Morris, for sure. Not if he this today.
1: If Freeman is out and Coleman plays, well, Coleman's going to play, where would you rank Coleman if he's the guy?
2: Top 12. 10?
0: In that neighborhood. Top 15.
1: Okay. Would he be better than Christian McCaffrey in non-PPR?
0: No. No. He'd be in the same spot like we're yelling this.
1: Okay. Oh, gosh, I didn't even give an update if, if on Fortinet that. Doesn't. It, what's, what's the latest on Fournette? I'm sorry.
0: the same. did not practice on Thursday. They are hopeful he's going to play, practice today and play.
1: Yeah. So, Dave and I are going to do the mailbag and we're going to do it sort of late on Friday to get all the practice reports in and we'll update you on all that. We'll have uh, some more information for you there. I think that's it. Austin Hooper, you're sitting, although he has him as like a sleeper, 18th in non-PPR, 16th in PPR and the DSTs. We're not really feeling. Uh the highest that the DSTs are ranked. Well, did Jamie has Carolina twelfth, Heath is Atlanta tenth. But uh this is not a great fantasy game. As we see it. Minnesota, uh, there's, there, there's, sorry,
0: before you go on, there's one more injury. Uh the Dolphins have lost Josh Sinton for the season. Oh no. Ooh Yes torn rotator cuff.
1: Oh boy, that's bad. Kenyon Drake downgrade.
0: Well, they they feel pretty comfortable with their depth with Ted Larson, who uh, uh, according to the Miami Herald, a lot of teams tried to trade for it this off season. Um, so it's a downgrade, but I don't think it's like a a sunk situation. Not a killer. They, where they right, where they can't overcome it to a certain degree.
3: Plus, I don't know how much sitting would impact Drake as a receiver when he's out in the flats, open space.
1: Mm-hmm. All righty. Uh, Minnesota is at Green Bay now, Minnesota is at Green Bay. Your stat of the game. Oh, boy. (laughs) Tough matchup for Devontae Adams. Last Last year in the regular season, Minnesota held Michael Thomas, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Julio Jones, and A.J. Green. Thomas, Brown, Evans, Julio Green, to six or fewer fantasy points in non-PPR. Green and Julio Jones combined for five fantasy points. There obviously were some wide receivers who did well, including in the postseason. Michael Thomas and Alshon Jeffrey got them, but this is a year after year a team that just does so well against wide receivers. How nervous are you to start any Packers wide receiver this week?
0: I'm not nervous to start. Oh, I guess I should. I'm I'm starting Adams by default. I would not start Allison or Cobb this week if you can avoid it.
3: Would you start Allison if Devonta Adams? Didn't play in the game. No. And Aaron Rodgers did. No. So no matter what, there's no Allison. No. I agree with you on Cobb. Terrible track record there. Um, might be kind of safe in PPR. That's about as good as it gets. Didn't Adams score on Minnesota last year yeah. with Hunley? Yeah, with Hunley. Yeah. That's like the, that's the funniest thing. Like you dropped the stat about all those top, top receivers against Minnesota and Adams with Hunley. Hunley came into the game, if I recall. It was the game Rodgers got yeah, hurt. Yeah. It
1: was the game he got hurt. Yeah.
3: And, uh, and he scored in the game. I'm, I, I think you just lower expectations for Adams and you start him.
1: I, uh, like, it doesn't feel automatic to me though, cause, I mean, ah, uh, uh, forget it. I won't, I won't overthink it. I won't overthink it. He's Devontae Adams. You drafted him in the second round. No,
0: that, that, that's contingent on Rodgers playing. If yeah, Rodgers yeah, yeah, does yeah. not play, then I don't care what he did last year without Rodgers. I would not start Adams with yeah. a full level of confidence. A lot of people can't afford to bench him. That's the thing.
1: Right. Um, is he top 12 guy for you?
0: No. Top 24.
1: Okay, so like maybe like Josh Gordon you could you would start over him. Or no. Not? No.
0: Not there yet, but if there's no Rodgers then yes, I would start Gordon over. Him. Correct.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. Now, if there's no Rodgers, if there's no Rodgers I'm not starting any Packer. We He's do? the only one
0: that I would be starting.
1: Oh, and, and Adams.
0: I'm sorry. I, I mean of the skill players.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. But, but right, I understand. Uh but Jamal Williams we're not starting, right? No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, what a bummer. Uh what else we got in this game? So I think that pretty much takes care of the Packers. As far as the Vikings go, do you oh, let me just say this. For FanDuel, uh Devontae Adams is like the sixth most expensive wide receiver, so that's an easy one to Did
2: we talk about Jimmy Graham or did I just miss that part?
1: Oh we did not talk about Jimmy. I am sorry. He's on the Packers now. Did you know that, guys? <laughs> He's on the Packers. Um does, yeah. it,
2: does Aaron Rodgers know that?
1: <laughs> uh starter sit Jimmy Graham.
0: It's the same thing like Adams. It's almost start by default.
2: Yeah, I mean, if I, I would start Ebron over him, and Ebron's last I looked was still available in like 40% of leagues, but you're pretty much starting him by default. Kittle for sure. Jared Cook.
1: Ebron is now Njoku. up to 69%. Oh, and by the way, and Joku over Graham. Well, here's Njoku
2: the thing. Joku over here's
1: the, here's the thing about Graham. Like, we know Adams has a tough matchup based on history. Uh It's a little less clear to me with Graham because last week – they were bad against George Kittle. Five catches for 90 yards on nine targets. Um, but George Kittle can run. And last year, the Vikings allowed the second fewest fantasy points to tight ends. They faced really weak tight ends. So it feels like a tougher matchup for Adams than Graham, at least to me. Uh, uh, so Graham, start by default, you're saying, but you did got, you did mention players that you would start over him. Alrighty. Uh, so that brings us to the Vikings. And we talked about Kirk Cousins, Dave and Jamie like him as a top 10 guy. Heath has him 18th. Because the quarterback is very, very deep and he doesn't expect a ton of points in this game. Dalvin Cook, would, would Tevin Coleman be ahead of Dalvin Cook if Devontae Freeman were out?
3: No. I would consider it. Yes.
1: Does anybody have anything against Dalvin Cook in this game? He was, he was a little lower than I expected. He's like, 13th-ish for you guys.
3: I thought the run blocking in Week 1 wasn't very good, and I didn't like that Latavius Murray did a better job of handling the fourth-quarter duties than Cook did.
2: I I don't know that he's extremely efficient in this game, but I do expect Minnesota to try to keep Aaron Rodgers off the field, so I think he has good volume. Maybe maybe a game kind of like Mixon had last night.
1: Okay. I'm looking at your rankings. I don't really know that I see anyone other than Connor and – Peterson, that were drafted after Cook, that are obviously starts ahead of him. I guess T.J. Yeldon could be in that discussion.
3: Could be. How about Jordan Howard?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I I don't know that Howard's like your third running back, and you have to make that call. You know what I mean? That's true. Um, but That's yeah. True. Okay, so Cook's a start, and then the Minnesota wide receivers. Your thoughts? Start him stardom everybody loves Thielen. heath is the low guy on digs but still has him as a top 24 guy so uh how about kyle rudolph or jimmy graham
0: graham if Rodgers plays yep agreed
1: No, oh, these are easy they're back to back
0: for me easy um before you go so on to the next game uh michael johnson is going to miss a few weeks with his knee injury
1: all right that's the defensive end for the Bengals. and jamie before you go on to the next game i got to tell you about our new sponsor. Are you guys excited for a new sponsor? Yeah. All right. Me too. It's Tommy John. Tommy John is awesome menswear and now women's wear as well. Uh, when it comes to comfort down below, yeah, I'm going to talk about this. There's underwear and there's Tommy John, the revolutionary clothing brand that has redefined comfort for Americans everywhere. They give you – how about this? A no wedgie guarantee. Gotta love that. For men's and women's underwear, a no wedgie guarantee, comfortable, stay put waistbands, breathable, and designed to move with you, not against you. It's really important to have comfortable underwear, right? I mean, let's look, we're all adults here, we can talk about that. Tommy John is so confident in their underwear that if you don't love your first pair, you can get a full refund, refund, excuse me, with their best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. So here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna to go to TommyJohn.com slash FFT and get 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com slash FFT. And again, 20% off your first order. They now have, look, it's, it's typically a menswear site, but they have life-changing women's underwear that sold out in just six weeks, but it's now fully back in stock. I am currently getting my men's underwear and looking forward to it. And I will report back to you. I'm getting underwear and uh, a few T-shirts as well. I'll report back to you on it next week. Should be here over the weekend. But it's going to be great stuff. Tommyjohn.com slash FFT. Get 20 bucks off your first order. All right, game number three, Indianapolis at Washington. Stat of the game. The Redskins allowed the fourth most fantasy points to tight ends last year. I don't know if that means anything this year. In fact, their defense was pretty terrible last year, and they dominated Arizona 24-6 in week one. So who knows? But the the Colts' tight ends are always interesting, will be interesting every week as long as they're healthy. Which one do you like better this week?
3: It's scoring format dependent for me. I'm
0: still going to take Ebron in non-PPR and Doyle in PPR. But I like them both as top-12 guys. Agree on the latter. I'm going to take Doyle in both formats because he has more involvement in the passing game, and I'm not going to chase touchdowns.
2: I'll take Ebron in non and Doyle in PPR. And it's not just the touchdowns. I think Ebron probably averages 40 to 50% more yards per catch than Doyle does.
3: I also think Ebron can come up on the targets. He had just five last week. Ryan Grant had more. Naheem Hines had more. I think both these tight ends are going to be regular contributors in Indianapolis. It's not about it's not about the score last week. It's kind of what we've noticed since the preseason, really. These guys are going to be involved because there really isn't anybody else for Luck to lean
0: on. Well, I mean, there is because you leaned on them.
3: But I don't think they're going to last. <clears throat> oh, I do. You think Ryan Grant's going to continue to get maybe not all those that targets? much? But he's yeah, going to I get agree. It.
0: I don't think he's. I he's, think he can get. I think he's three or a, four catches. I the think game. by the end of the season, he's going to outdistance Eric Ebron in targets, and so is not he because that's the way this offense going to operate. <laughs>
1: Uh, no, I don't see that. What are you doing about the Colts running backs? By the way, both both uh, Colts tight end. this was mentioned, but both of them are ranked ahead of Jimmy Graham this week and ahead of Kyle Rudolph, in fact. So Colts tight ends, you can use them. Uh, what do you think about the Colts running backs, guys?
3: I think they should try and – if they had a defense, they should try and trade for Le'Veon Bell. That's what I think of their running
2: backs. I'd rather not, but Wilkins is a low inflex and non-PPR. And Hines is a low inflex and PPR.
1: And if Mac plays, or we're just not expecting that. If Mac plays, he's better than both. Yeah, it'd be hard to throw him in to your lineup first time, but uh I it, it, it's I think it's just unclear what this Washington defense is about. The, the Redskins defense, the Jets defense, the Dolphins defense, uh three of the teams that I'd really and the Browns defense I'd say, we'll see what they're made of. Kind of see uh how if week one was fluky or not. So Andrew Luck it, or It was
2: for the Ravens.
1: Yeah, apparently. Well, you know, they, yeah. they did lose mostly, well, I mean, but. They got guys beat up in that game.
2: May, it may not be fluky. It may be that bad teams beat the Bills by 40. Mm.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, alright, Andrew Luck or Alex Smith, who do you like better?
2: Luck. I've gone back and forth. I, I'll say Luck. Smith.
1: And both of them are like top six guys, right?
2: Yep. Top 12. Top seven.
1: So I get it with, with Luck. Tell me why you're so high on Alex Smith.
2: He's really good at
3: him.
0: He's facing the Colts.
1: That is yep. true. If he was
3: able to get 250 yards and two touchdowns against Arizona, he should be able to at least match it against Indianapolis. I guess the one concern you might have is that he doesn't have to do that much because the run game gets the job done for
2: Washington. I just don't think that, that Washington, and it kinda like if you think Washington's going to stop luck and you rank lower, luck much lower, then I could see being a little more down on Smith. I don't think that's very realistic. Smith is the best play on, uh, Fandle. What's his
0: price? Um, I've got is it. Is seventy one hundred dollars? He is among the cheapest quarterbacks that mm-hmm. are uh, top ten potential.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Case Keenum's a little cheaper. But Yeah, I think he's
2: the best value under seventy five hundred. I still prefer Ben at seventy six because only five hundred dollars difference between those two. But they're both like most of my lineups gonna have one of those two.
1: Okay. And the Colts only allowed 19 fantasy points to Andy Dalton in week one, but he had a 109.7 passer rating. He played very, very well against them. All right, Adrian Peterson. So you guys have him in the top 10, right?
2: Just that's, I know.
0: I do.
1: Okay. T- where, where is he, Heath? The 180
0: from you. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, like, gotta go with what you see. I just, my only concern is him getting back up to that level again with his body after all the work he had last week.
2: I've got him 15th in non and 19th in PPR. Oh,
1: alright. So he's not a completely automatic start for Heath. <laughs> Seems more so that for, for David and, and Jamie. Uh, but yeah, all, I'm, really I'm, like
0: I'm not far off from Heath. I think I'm 13th in, in non-PPR and right around the same in PPR. Yeah. No, non- i have him I think he scores again, has another nice day on the ground.
1: Non-PPR. Adrian Peterson or Devontae Adams? Rogers plays.
3: Peterson. Peterson.
1: Peterson, yeah, Peterson. Peterson or McCaffrey?
3: McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Peterson and none.
1: Okay. Let's talk about the wide receivers in this game. Other than T.Y. Hilton, are you starting any of them?
0: No. If you need somebody in PPR leagues, Rogers, uh Ryan Grant
2: is going to continue to be involved. I'm really – if you want a deep, deep sleeper, I think it might be Paul Richardson. I thought you were going to go Doxon there. Yeah. Interesting. I he was he was clearly had a better connection in week one with Smith than Dawson did. I think he's got some uh red zone chops that he showed in Seattle. I'd expect he gets six or seven targets, maybe more if they have to chase the scoreboard. <laughs> That's a good
1: one. So uh so wait, what was I gonna ask? Oh yeah, uh Jameson Crowder, you like do you like Ryan Grant better than Jamison Crowder?
0: Not there yet, but another week of what the target Distribution will be for each team, then yes. Mm-hmm. Cause what you're, you're, you're banking on Crowder being a PPR guy and he's not doing that.
1: What are you guys doing with Chris Thompson this week?
0: Start him in PPR and use him as a flex and not PPR.
1: Yep. In PPR, would you go with Chris Thompson or the Sean McCoy?
0: Thompson. Uh, it's close. I'd probably still take McCoy, but it's, it's very close.
3: Uh, I'll break the tie and I'll go. I will go Thompson over McCoy, but it is close.
1: Would you go with Chris Thompson or Royce Freeman?
2: Freeman. Freeman and non-Thompson and PPR. Okay. Uh, Yeah.
1: And Jordan Reed is a top six tight end in non-PPR, top five in PPR. So start Jordan Reed. I think we covered everything. You like Reed better than the Colts guys, right? Yep. Yes. Sit the DSTs. Cleveland is at New Orleans. Interesting game. Stat of the game. Uh, Louisiana. Louisiana is one of only two states that does not have counties. Louisiana has parishes instead of counties. Can you name the other state that does not have counties? It's far away. It's a long plane ride. From it's Alaska. Hawaii. No, it's Alaska. Oh. That's a good try. All right. Tyrod Taylor. I know you like him. Or Alex Smith.
3: Smith. Smith.
1: Tyrod Taylor or well, definitely over Cam, right? That's in yeah, that what you're doing. No. Oh no.
0: Yes. Tyrod over Cam. Okay. I'm not loving
3: Tyrod. I know he's going to get volume, but I'm I'm concerned that the Saints defense bounces back and that uh and that he misfires quite a bit. He's gonna have to get it done with his legs again, like he did last week.
1: Okay, yeah, you have him nineteenth. Actually, Jamie's got Taylor fourteenth. Heath has him thirteenth. Right, he's not the automatic start I thought he might be in your rankings, but he's-
0: I, I saw someone in, in one of my leagues, and this is a diehard Patriots fan starting Tyra Taylor over Brady, and I can see it. We have it projected by by a lot different in our projections. Side, I, I would start him over Brady. Yeah,
1: hmm. I know Dave, you would not, right? No, I mean I'm
0: close. just shaking my head
1: here. <laughs> Why yeah, you guys? They, I'll go down with the they, ship with they, Brady. They then. can't hear that. I know. I'm trying to be polite. <laughs> Why are you guys, we have, uh, we
0: have, have Tyrod projected very high.
1: Yeah. Uh you mean sportsline?
0: Sportsline yeah. does. Yeah.
1: How come you guys are, are, in my opinion, like, I was, I was surprised that Carlos Hyde is not a top 20 running back. He's top 24 in non-PPR. He's not, he's outside the top 24 in PPR. Uh, he got over 20 carries last week. Not feeling it with Carlos Hyde?
0: I just, I think that worries me about it is the score. If the Saints go up big here, I don't think you're going to see a lot of Carlos Hyde. So, by the way, our projections have uh, Taylor third, uh, but the top two guys are tied in Breeze and Alex Smith.
3: That's incredible.
0: And Brady's projected for 17, five points
2: less.
3: I think Hyde is touchdown dependent again. If he scores, you'll be happy. If he doesn't, you'll be sad.
2: Yeah, game script and whether he scores a touchdown. That's, That's what it's all about.
1: So Royce Freeman I would be over
2: Game script was in his favor though.
1: Royce Freeman over Hyde,
0: easily.
3: What yeah.
1: about yep. Philip Lindsay and Austin Eckler, Lindsay or Eckler?
0: Eckler and PPR. I'm not there with Lindsay yet.
1: Yep. Okay. Starter sent Duke Johnson.
0: Hopefully he's more involved. But again, if the game goes the way a lot of people expect it to go, then he'll be more involved. So that's
3: a guy that would help Tyrod a lot. And last week he wasn't there for him. They, they didn't use them nearly as much as they could have, especially when they were playing from behind. They were down two touchdowns and Duke wasn't
0: racking up catches. But that's against a team that defends running backs very well.
2: I, it's a low, low end flex, even in PPR. Duke Johnson. He, he's another
0: bait beat the waiver wire guy if he's going to get dropped. Or by, I guess, a by-level.
1: Well, oh yeah, he has to get dropped first. Uh, what do you think about David Njoku, by the way? Um, the Saints were great against tight ends last year, but they didn't face good ones. The good ones that they faced usually did well. Najoku was was invisible last week. He's 78% owned. Starter sit Najoku.
0: And it's funny you say he was invisible because he was second on the team in targets. Oh, uh, yeah,
1: you're right. Uh, he, three catches. I don't want to trust throws.
0: him this week uh, because I expect Josh Gordon to get a significantly more amount of targets. So my guess is that he goes to third on the team in targets. I also expect with Duke Johnson coming back, that may push him to fourth on the team in targets. If he does not score, which is going to be a lot of the case for him all season long, it uh, could be tough. So I do not want to start David Joker.
3: I feel like there are a lot of touchdown or bust tight ends this week. He's one of them, but he's at the top of the list for me because I think he's going to continue to get more targets than maybe not Jared Cook, but definitely Jimmy Graham, Kyle Rudolph.
0: So you take him over to them. So you like, you like him?
3: I like him, but I don't love him. And I'm admitting that it's totally touchdown dependent.
0: But you think, you think he scores?
3: I don't know if he scores. I think there's a oh, chance. Oh, you're just taking the chance he scores. Okay. Right. I, I'm just, I'm, but like, you, to you me, like, the, right. I know what you're going to say
0: because I don't love Tyrod. Right. Taylor. Cause you like Landry. Tyrod can and certainly
3: turn over the ball a bunch of times. I just, I didn't love what
0: I saw from him passing last Yeah. I, I, I throw that a game out the throws way. The, were bad. the weather was and how that game was
2: scripted
1: But I thought we couldn't decide on the weather's impact in that game it, this, it didn't really rain. But well, you look at both quarterbacks. They both were terrible. Yep.
2: Throw it out. That's what I said
0: at
1: him. All right. That's fine. I, I mean, I hope that's the case because he was 15 of 40, which is pathetic. Uh, and he, and he played five quarters, by the way, Tyrod Taylor. Um, alright, what else? We,
0: he was the second best running back in the game. It,
1: what else we got in this game? Landry and, and Gordon are gonna be starts. Uh, Gordon, though, is what, like, more like a number two?
2: I, I, I think in PPR, he's a boomer bust number three. Really? I
0: think he's gonna go off.
2: I mean, we've seen plenty of bad games from Josh Gordon recently, right? In terms of percentages?
1: Yeah. That's yeah. what I was saying in the preseason. Everybody's like, ah, I, I never... think he'll be
2: good eventually. I don't I don't I'm not saying he's bad, and he does have big boom potential. I I don't think the floor is very high.
1: Okay. So we, we definitely like Landry better this week. He's a must start. Uh for the Saints, it's pretty easy. Start Breeze, start Camara, start Thomas, start anyone else? I like Gen.
0: Ken's track record at home is pretty good.
1: Ginn. Five of eight games he's
0: played in New Orleans that he's gotten 14 or more fantasy points in PPR.
1: Gin or Godwin?
0: Uh, if Deshaun plays Gin, if Deshaun does not play Godwin.
1: Gin or Funches?
2: Gin. Funches. Funches.
1: Okay. Saints DST is, uh, 11th for Jamie, 6th for Dave, 9th for Heath. Uh, I
2: think you could do worse than Benjamin Watson at tight end, too.
0: Yeah, I think Watson's okay. Um, I I like the matchup. He was fourth on the team of targets last week with four. I expect that number to go up a little bit. We'll see if Cam Meredith plays.
1: couple things to take care of before we get to our next game, which will be Philadelphia at Tampa Bay. First of all, there's NFL Game Pass. Very, very useful for fantasy owners. You can replay every single game from every angle. The broadcast version, commercial-free. The coach's film, which shows the All-22 angle, uh, and that's the one that the pros and the coaches use. The condensed games that let you watch a game in about 45 minutes. With NFL Game Pass, it is game time anytime. Sign up if you want to watch these football games at, uh, nfl.com slash fantasy football today. nfl.com slash fantasy football today. Get in on NFL Game Pass. Uh, I really think it's, it's a great tool because you get to see guys that you're watching red zone or you're watching your favorite team play on Sunday. You didn't really get to see what the team looked like, what the offensive line looked like, what the cornerbacks were doing, if they were following, if they were shadowing anybody. You can use this for fantasy purposes. And you can go to NFL.com slash fantasy football today and try it for free, a seven-day free trial, NFL.com slash fantasy football today. Also, guys, I got to say I do think it is a pretty difficult week. And I have not picked the Bonanza yet.
0: Wait, 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 wait.
1: I haven't done it. I don't know what it's going to be. The,
0: so the day that the anniversary of the show debuted on television in color, uh-huh. you wouldn't pick the Bonanza. It was that what year anniversary?
1: Oh, I don't know. They didn't even say. It's such a fun song. And now, song.
0: on the same week of that
2: anniversary, you're Who not going to pick I can't
1: pick one. I don't know what it's going to be. I mean, Cleveland, New Orleans certainly stands out. Indy Washington...
2: Do your job.
1: I, you're right. Okay, fine. Don't it's, you guys have a – wait, what's the
2: bet you have with that
1: guy? Uh, he gets in the podcast league and – Or he shaves his beard. Or he, he shaves, shaves half his week, beard. Then. Half his beard. Yeah.
2: I guess if he, he just doesn't do it anymore, then the guy doesn't have a chance to win the bet. All right. Then you wouldn't be wrong three times. All
1: right. All right. Here we go. And
2: remember, you're not allowed to do Pittsburgh and in, um,
1: in Kansas City. Why?
0: We have our, our agreement. You can't win <laughs> my start of the week.
1: Okay, excuse me. Absolutely <laughs> not. Pittsburgh, Kansas City. No, you can't. Yes, I can. Boom, boom. Pittsburgh, Kansas City. If I've got something at stake here, I'm not eliminating the best game. Pittsburgh at Kansas right. City. Bonanza. <laughs> Sorry, Jamie. Sorry. You know that I called two days ago that you were picking Pittsburgh,
2: Kansas City. I mean, it was the most obvious one. Right.
1: Okay. It was the obvious one. I try to be creative. So you could have
2: just picked this game on Bonanza Day. and been. Well, I right.
1: wasn't ready. You know, there's a lot that goes into this, Heath. I have to look at, like, point totals. And let's go to Philadelphia, at Tampa Bay. All right, guys. <laughs> let's uh let's speed it up here. Stat of the game: The Eagles have allowed double-digit fantasy points to an opposing wide receiver in seven of their last eight games, dating back to last year. Will that wide receiver be Mike Evans this week? Chris Godwin. <laughs> well, okay, we're gonna start Evans, right? Yes. Of yes. course. Okay. So, other than that, are there any any players that you like on Tampa Bay?
0: Like, Godwin. Love, no.
2: Yeah, I think Godwin's a good number three receiver. And, uh, Barber's a fine flex and non-PPR. He's a number three running back, right? Yeah. That's where he is at this point.
1: Would you start either of them over, say, Amari Cooper?
2: The... Barber, no. I might start the entire Buccaneers offense over Amari Cooper. <laughs> Barber and non-PPR.
0: Non-PPR. Um, I, I think, I think Cooper's gonna get a lot more involvement this week.
2: Fitzmagic has a fl- super flex over him. Um Okay, Fitzpatrick. I'll start Cooper over Adam Humphreys. Godwin, I'm starting over him. Yes, Yeah.
1: We're, we're gonna sit Fitzpatrick even coming off his big game. He's 23rd for Jamie, 20th for Dave, not ranked for Heath. Uh, Peyton Barber or Carlos Hyde?
0: Hyde. Hyde.
1: Hyde. Let's look at the Eagles. Uh, real quick, Nick Foles, starter sit.
0: Um. Potential super flex option for you. Number two QB. It's a good matchup. The cornerbacks for Tampa Bay are really banged up and Brent Grimes not going to play.
2: Also, you hate tight ends, but, um, I don't think OJ Howard's a terrible streamer this week.
1: I hate tight ends?
2: Yeah. You left out Jimmy Graham. You left out OJ Howard.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, I love OJ Howard. OJ Howard. All, all right. I five points. It's a streamer.
2: Well, it's, I think it's probably four or five points. And then if he scores a touchdown, you win. And there there's about know. 70 of those guys. <laughs>
1: So why are why is Jai not a top ten running back?
0: Passing game, Sh- no game. That's I,
1: that's I, I
0: will say this though: uh, Sproles popped up on the injury report yesterday. If he's out, that's going to help him increment. So, if you are if you're rooting for those two guys, you want to see Darren Sproles. sit.
3: They're talking about using Ajayi more and giving him more work anyway. So yeah. Sproles plays doesn't play. I think it's, you think it comes pa- from
0: passing him though. That, that's my concern is that I d- I just think when I hear more work for for him. He goes from 14 carries to 18. Like, I, I don't see him going from—
3: I think it also—I think it raises his snaps on yeah. top of that. And I think—you're right. The passing game, he probably won't get nearly as much. That'll go to Clement in this game. But I, I think that they find more work for him. Oh, I, I And think I think if, he's got a good chance to get to that 18 carry if, mark.
0: If, easily, if, especially if they're winning. But if Sproles is out, then he has a chance. If Sproles is in, I don't see him— Maybe one catch, two catches tops.
2: The other thing I'll say is Tampa Bay made a lot of changes to their defense, and now everybody in the secondary is hurt, so we know that the secondary is bad. But they were pretty good on the ground against the Saints last week.
0: But a lot of that was game script.
2: Sure, but I, I'm talking more on a per-carry basis. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Saints averaged 3.3 yards per carry last week against them. Alvin Kamara was below four.
1: All right. Well, I mean, you got like— do you have LaShawn McCoy ahead of Jay Ajay? No,
0: no. Uh,
1: I might. Dave does, yeah. Uh, but Jamie has him back to back and Heath does not. Heath has, but he is, he's actually the lowest guy in Ajay. He's just super low on LaShawn McCoy. Um,
2: I, I, yeah, I've, I've got, I mean, I've got him 17th and I think he's got top 10 upside. Who, Ajay? Yeah.
1: Okay. All right then. Moving past him, Nelson Aguilar, Aguilar. Are we starting Nelson Aguilar this week?
3: Absolutely. Start him love the matchup for him. Okay. He's getting he's getting the best matchup on the board. He may get slot. 5 yards per catch this week.
0: <laughs> uh, I, would, I think he can break away in heaven. Well, I agree. He's, he's a great start. I mean, look, they gave him eight catches, one carry, one pass. So, you're getting 10 touches from your receiver. That's great.
1: Would you start him over the Seahawks guys? Yes. Mhm. All right, start Nelson Aguilar. Going he's going to be great. Uh, Zach Ertz in daily. Yes or no? Yes, yes. Alright. Sure. Arizona is at the Rams. I'm gonna <laughs> skip the stat of the games, let's just get right into it. Uh,
0: that we, means you don't have a stat, it was some stupid fact.
1: Only seven wide receivers had more than 70 receiving yards against Arizona last year. How about that, buddy? Nice. There you uh, go. yeah, so we'll get, we'll get into the, uh, Rams wide receivers. Okay, let, let's start with the Rams, we we're not gonna start anybody other than, well, no, that's not true. Let's David Johnson's a start. Let's start, let's just knock this out. Larry Fitzgerald start or it. Start,
0: start, start.
1: Fitzgerald or Aguilar?
2: Fitz Aguilar. Ooh.
1: Um. Fitz. So he's not a like a great start. It's got be. There's a, little, so. a great start. All right, but Fitzgerald's not like top ten.
2: No. Eighteenth and non-twelve in PPR. Okay. All
1: right, then to the Rams, Jared Goff or Tyrod Taylor.
2: Goff for
3: me. Safer.
1: Jared Goff or Jimmy Garoppolo?
2: Garoppolo. Jimmy.
1: Jimmy? Jimmy? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh We like Jared Goff this week. He's a top 12 quarterback. He might even be top 10 for everybody. Uh No, he's not. No, I was wrong about everything. He's top 13. There we go. Heath has him eighth. But we like Goff. Um, start early? Yeah, we're going to start early. The Rams wide receivers rank them. Cup, Cooks,
0: Woods, non-PPR. Cooks, Cup, Woods, and non-PPR.
1: All right. Cook, Cup, Woods. Cook, Cup, Woods. Well, Bottom line is Woods was last. Dave had Cooks ahead of Cup, but the others had Cup ahead of Cooks. So it gets a little confusing. Do you love any of these guys this week?
3: I like the matchup for Cup in the slot.
1: But did you
0: have yeah, Cooks? I, ahead and of I have him,
3: or I have him literally one spot ahead of Brandon Cooks.
0: Oh. Okay. Yeah, I, I have him basically back to back too. I, I think they're both very good plays. Um, you know, I, I, just think there's a higher ceiling for Cooks. Um, but look, if Cup does not score his, his, uh, red zone touchdown, then he's going to be a little frustrating because I don't think he's going to get a big yardage day.
2: Yeah. Cooks is the only one that's top 20 for me.
1: Okay. So would you start Cooper Cup or Quincy and Inwa?
0: And then what?
3: And what? I'll go cup and non, Inunua and non one PPR.
1: Brandon Cooks or Larry Fitzgerald?
0: Format dependent. Not for me, Fitzgerald.
1: And nobody's... Yeah, I'll,
0: I'll, I'll take Cooks non PPR, Fitzgerald PPR.
1: Nobody's getting away from David Johnson. And the Rams DST is number one, baby, number one. Which brings us to Detroit at San Francisco. Did I miss anything from that game? I don't think I did.
0: I mean, Ricky Seals Jones, you forgot oh, tight yeah. end again.
1: What is with me? He's in the notes, and this is interesting. I mean, after what Jared Cook did, how good of a sleeper is Ricky Seals-Jones?
0: He's in the you're stuck, need somebody, because he he played a lot last week, but everything that I was hoping for him was just awful. Um, Gresham was active, I believe, mm-hmm. um, and Bradford, who has uh, usually a reliance on tight ends, didn't look for him very much, but that receiving core is just so bad.
2: I think he was a lot like Njoku. I mean, they both had six or seven targets in their first game, and neither one of them looked like they were going to do anything with those targets, but there's some hope for this week.
1: Okay. Seals-Jones, 27% owned. Uh, Detroit at San Francisco, stat of the game, the Lions have allowed double-digit fantasy points to a running back in non-PPR in seven of their last nine games, dating back to last year. In those nine games, they've allowed 14 or more fantasy points in non-PPR to a running back, Five times in five games they've done that. So they suck against running backs. What do we do with uh, Brita and Morris this week?
0: I think Morris is almost a must-start guy.
3: I think he can find the end zone. I think he'll lead the team in carries. And I think he's got
2: a shot at having a
3: a nice game, 16 a touch, call it that. Maybe yeah. even more. Upside could be even bigger than that.
2: I think they're both flexes, but I prefer Brita.
0: I I think it's going to be interesting. I think the touches are going to be somewhat similar, but Morris is got, Morris was the one that got all the red zone opportunities last week. So that's what I would bank on. But the PPR, it's going to be interesting to see who's the better of the two because you would expect based on last week and what would happen going forward that Breida plays more in pass in that situation.
1: So how about rank those two guys with Austin Eckler?
0: Uh, go Morris Eckler, Breida in non-PPR. In PPR, I would go Morris Eckler, Breida. (laughs)
2: I'll go Eckler, Brita, Morris.
1: Really? Morris last? Yep. You like Brita better than Morris? I said that. You did? (laughs) Should we talk about tight ends?
3: Uh, Can you hear him, Adam? (laughs) (laughs) You're like double-checking it. I've got Alf at the top and Brita at the bottom.
1: Okay. And Eckler between. Uh also, all right, so we like Jimmy Garoppolo, right? This is why we drafted him. We knew he was gonna struggle at Minnesota. You drafted Jimmy Garoppolo, start Jimmy Garoppolo.
0: He was bad on the road last year too. In his five starts. He wasn't bad. He just
1: didn't score touchdowns, right?
0: Uh well no, his his worst games came on the road.
3: I hope he gets good on the road though, because he's got Kansas City and the Chargers back to back games. He has after seven those. of them
1: left. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm talking about the
3: next two yeah. are uh yeah, you know, one of them
0: looks really good. The other one we'll see.
1: Alright, what are we thinking about the Niners wide receivers?
0: If Goodwin plays, I think he's in the number three conversation because he'll probably see the most of Darius Slay. Um but he's going to be at less than 100%. So a guy that, I know he's a better route runner and more involved in his, in the offense, but he's still a guy that relies on speed. And so if he's out there less than 100%, it's hard to trust him as anything more than number three receiver. If he does not play, then I think they're all gambles. Pettis, Garcon, Trent Taylor. It's funny because like I like Garoppolo, but I can't tell you how he would succeed without those guys aside from Kittle.
1: (sighs) Okay, yeah, it's frustrating. I mean, people are probably going to get away from Pierre Garcon, but again, like you don't want to judge people too harshly on Minnesota, you know? And right, tough matchup. Uh, All right, but but
0: I would say this: if we find out that Goodwin is out, go get Dante Pettis.
1: Yeah, thirteen percent owned. and George Kittle, top six tight end in both formats. We love George Kittle this week. Does Matthew Stafford bounce back? Would you start him over Jimmy Garoppolo? What
0: about Greg Kittle, by the way? Greg Kittle, great start. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, no, you would not start him over Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: Did I say Greg Kittle?
0: No, I did in uh, notes for our video show today. He's like, <laughs> you guys, you guys found a good sleeper. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Greg Kittle. Yeah, no, I don't, he's 0% on Greg Kittle.
0: <clears throat> I would start Stafford over Cam and Brady.
1: But not over Jimmy G.
0: I struggle with Stafford and Cam. I think Stafford's going to get overblown, too, with what happened last week. That was just a horrible performance. San Francisco's defense is is not going to do what the Jets' defense did.
3: You don't like that he's playing on the road short week? That And his offensive line really let him down. Yeah, and Lane may form. not
0: play, but I also look at it as I like Gold Tate's situation. I, I like Kenny Galladay's situation, and Marvin Jones is still a very good player. So I, I expect all those guys to still produce. And you take away the turnovers from Stafford last week, which a lot of those are bad throws that he doesn't usually make. I think he can give you uh, a Joe Flacco-esque 45-50 pass attempt type of game because the run game is going to stink. So in in the volume that he'll end up with and the type of player that he typically is against a defense that is still... Growing into what it could be, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll stick with Stafford in, in in most cases unless I can get Tyrod Taylor or Case Keenum or Alex Smith or any of these other guys that weren't drafted ahead of him.
1: So Stafford, okay, hopefully he bounces back. He's only he's still ninety four percent owned. I thought maybe more people would drop him, but the wide receivers for the Lions, do we like all of them better than any Niners wide receiver?
0: If good ones out, yes, yeah, I perfectly said.
1: And who's your fave? I don't, I
0: don't love Marvin Jones this week, though.
1: Okay, who's your fave?
0: Tate. Tate, BPR, Galladay, and none. Yeah, it, it's close to none, but in, I still take Tate because his matchups are just going to— Every week his matchups are going to be the best because he's going to avoid typically the best cornerbacks, especially when all three guys are on the field. So, and the run game stinks.
1: Why do we not like uh Marvin Jones this week?
0: So Jones has played 12 games with Kenny Galladay, healthy. He has one game over four catches in those 12. Wow. So volume is not in his favor, and he's going to be touchdown dependent. He can score. I don't think it's a complete I'm benching him across the board scenario like you would with, say, Amari Cooper. But he's he's very touchdown dependent. Now, he had chances a couple touchdowns, as we saw against the Jets. He just didn't connect. So the way that he plays, though, I think in the way that Sherman still can cover, this is a tough matchup for Jones. Like Jones isn't a shifty, going to go all over the field type of guy. I mean, he's going to be more of a straight line type of receiver. So Sherman still can stay with that.
1: All right, final game is the Giants at the Cowboys, Sunday night. Stat of the game, going back to last year, now in Sean Lee's last 11 games, only one opposing running back has scored double-digit fantasy points against the Cowboys in non-PPR. Will Saquon Barkley be the second in 12 games? Yes. Yep. Okay. Alright. right, so look, you're starting Barkley.
0: He's going to have 17 runs for under three yards and then (laughs) one run for 55 yards.
1: You're starting Barkley, you're starting Zeke, you're starting Beckham. Uh, Evan Ingram. Good job,
0: Adam. You did a great job previewing the game.
1: (laughs) Right. What about Evan Ingram? What about Sterling Shepard? What about anybody on the Cowboys?
3: Hard to have confidence in anybody else in this game. Nope. Ingram dropped three
1: passes. I know, now but. Some
3: were, one was called back by a penalty. He had a great so
1: catch on, yeah, on that play. He then. did
3: that jump ball, like a 30 yard play downfield. He had a great jump ball, but total enigma right now. And okay. I just, I'm, I'm very worried about him as a starter. Because he it's had a bad game I,
1: against Jacksonville? Like we knew he was going to have a bad game against yeah, but, Jacksonville. Yeah,
3: but I think Dallas's pass defense is not bad. Here, here's the thing. And even if he's, even if he's open, sorry, Jamie, even if he's open, no guarantee he's going to hold on to the football. <laughs> that, he's wide true. open on a couple of throws last week. Dropped it. It's,
0: true. it's going to come down to my, what my fear for him was in preseason: his target share, is how much is he going to be featured in this passing attack?
1: Yeah, and it's not like he's in the twenties. I mean, he's I think twelfth for Jamie, fifteenth for Dave, seventeenth for Heath, and a like I'm not I'm not starting John
0: Smith over Evan Ingram yet.
2: I am
1: <laughs> right, but but you're starting the Colts guys. Yeah. Uh Kittle, obviously, so you can get away mm-hmm. from Ingram. I wonder... Yeah, until, if,
0: until I see what Smith's role is, Ian Thomas's role is, I'm not starting Will Disley over him yet. Like you said, it's the same thing you said about Pierre Garçon against the Vikings. It's a great defense. He played a great defense.
1: Yeah. Well, I wonder if Ingram were dropped, you know, how how eager people would be to get him. And also, something to mention in this game, the Cowboys might be without Randy Gregory, and the Giants almost certainly will be without Olivier Vernon. Both teams going to be missing their best pass rusher. So... Maybe that helps. The, the uh,
0: Demarcus Lawrence is the best pass rusher for the Cowboys.
1: Oh, that's true. All right, a good pass rusher, I'll say. Yes. Um, Cole Beasley or Sterling Shepard will end with that. Who's a better take a shot on? Beasley Okay. Yeah. Beasley's
3: Definitely eight- Beasley
0: and PPR.
1: Beasley's eighteen percent owned.
0: I, 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 I mean, I don't know how many times I'm going to say it. He's going to lead them in receptions. I'm saying it all off season.
1: You did, but then you said 90, then you said 100, so 100, I mean, look, by the time we catches? get to week three, it could be 150. <laughs> <laughs> All look right. at this receiving corps terrible. Yeah, it is. Sit the DSTs and have a great weekend, everybody. I, I, I think the Giants' DST is not bad. You got him uh, 13th. Yeah. Okay.
0: That offensive line is not good without Frederick.
1: Once upon a time, Cowboys-Giants was a shootout, but – that's just not the case anymore. Eli Manning, his last six games against the Cowboys, he has been terrible in five of them. Do you like um, what Landon Collins said about Dak Prescott? What did he say? He said, like, we hate that. What did he say? Stop
0: Zeke and we win the game.
1: Oh, well, it's true. I mean, it's true. I mean, he
0: said, I wish we had a quarterback
2: like that.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I already lost the Dalton Manning bet, by the way. All right, so we got a mailbag coming up that's going to air on wait, Saturday. Wait, wait. Oh, what, stop! Uh, I hate when you what? do this. You're screwing stop up my flow. You're screwing what? up my flow. I have a flow what? to the end of the show, oh, okay. Jamie. I've to go. By. Go, go. All right, Dave. You and I will handle this like adults. We got a mailbag coming up. It's on Friday afternoon. You're going to hear it on Saturday. You can listen to us on Ion Fantasy Football on Saturday night. You can watch Fantasy Football today. I'll remind you all about that on the Saturday mailbag. We got to go. See you later. Na, 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 na. Ah.